This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Smashing Heads Podcast. This is War of the Worlds 2, episode 13. As always, my name is Zach, and I'm joined by my best friend, Jake. How's everybody doing How tonight? disrespectful. Of you to cut off my, how's I, everybody doing tonight? I agree. Of you to not introduce me first. I should come. Well, first. I always introduce myself first. No, but, but if, I should come first in your life. But if we're being totally real, I actually came first in your life. 100% factual. So. Yeah, but. Chronologically, um, you're on But spot, I spot rank on. higher than you. It's debatable. It's not. Probably depends on the category. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in general, I rank She winked higher. at me when she said that. Just in general. She did try to do it so you couldn't see it. I rank higher. Um, And my wife, Hannah. Yeah. So, uh, I, as we uh, we always do at the beginning, um, we got quick announcements up top. Um, we dropped a new Patreon podcast last night. They're already mad. Probably. Our patrons aren't, though. No, they're uh, not. Again, we've been moving. We finally have the internet back, finally have cable back, and so we're able to record on our normal schedule like always. We just got off Instagram Live. We always try to do that after we watch and before we record. So we just did that, but we dropped a new Patreon-exclusive Redemption House episode, which is our kind of off-topic but also Q&A challenge-related type show. That's why it's called Redemption House, because it's challenge-adjacent. Right. And hey, so, at least you didn't mess up the title again God, this dang. time. I didn't. That is a shout out to you, though, for that. Yeah, Thanks. I mean, like, he was, like, consistently saying it wrong. No, it was just two different episodes. Redemption's I House. Think it was, no, it, it wasn't that. He it was, was saying Redemption House. Yeah, that's what it was. No, it was Redemption House. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what he was saying. I thought he was saying Redemption. Say. Right. Yeah, I just put the D on the wrong part. Wrong. I, put, I put the D on the part that grammatically makes the most sense. But, but it's not the correct title yeah so uh we dropped a new episode that kind of explaining uh all the stuff that happened with our house and then uh what's going on with jake's uh lady life and then we also did some q a's uh not much challenge related on that one but you know we answer what the people want to ask about and we also got into the great hot dog mystery of 2019 which you'll have to check that out i can tell you who did it it's but still I won't a tell mystery you we still <laughs> yeah. don't know uh, Neil, one of our patrons, thinks he figured it out, but I think he's he's a little misguided on on that. Uh, yeah, that but, answer. But we got a lot I of wish, love. I wish I wish that his answer was correct for Neil, regardless. Yeah. So 
Uh, again, check that out. Patreon.com slash Smashing Heads Podcast. Um, I think you owe someone a shout out if you want to pull that up. Um, you promised one. I sure did. And I, uh, oh, I know. Man, I don't know where to pull that up, eh? I know who it is. Yeah, give it to me. It's Brandy. Well, I, you okay. just said give it to you. Well, I was going to have you whisper it. Okay. Like a, I'm not editing that because I don't want to do that. Who did the whisper song? Uh, the Ying Yang Twins. Where do you see? Right. You, you're going to finish that? You know, the craziest thing, this wrestling podcast I listened to, What Happened When, one of the running things they started doing on there, I'm going to take care of her in just a second, but they had uh, Tony Schiavone. He was the color announcer for uh, WCW back in the day. And so now what they do on this podcast is they review, they do live watch-alongs of old WCW pay-per-views, and they do these little breaks during like the down spots of these pay-per-views, right? And so what Conrad Thompson, the host, has been having 60-year-old Tony Schiavone do is just read the lyrics to these rap songs he's never heard before, right? So he uh, he he just gave him the lyrics to the Whisper song, and Tony just reads it. And it's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Neither one of you guys find this funny, so I'm pretty you, well, I was upset wait- that I've wasted my energy Jake. explaining... How entertaining this is. I was waiting for you to finish what you were saying, and then I was going to ask you to give us an example, like your own impression of it. All right, let me... me. I don't want you to pull it up. I want you to give us an impression of it. No, I'm going to pull up the lyrics. But then are you going to say it like he did? Yes. Why did... That's so much. Thanks, man. Hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper in your ear. That's not how he said it. Tell you something that you might like to hear. You got a sexy. We don't do uh, we don't do expletives on this pod. Though this some is a people are still podcast. upset that we think about the kids. Hey, let's let me just say something about that real quick. All right, we are. I'm ve- back by the way. I left to go pour some eggnog. We are and very aware. Large glasses of it too. That there's probably not many under 18 year olds listening to this podcast. True, we are aware. But they might have to because someone else is listening to it. And so. So, because we do understand that there are parents that listen to this pod in front of their children as they're driving. They're taking them to school. They're bringing them back home from school. We have a record of this. People have informed us of this. So the last thing we want to do is to be a group of individuals who encourage foul language in the lives of the children of America today. That is not what we want to be known for. It's not the mission statement of our podcast. No, it's not. And so if we want to be known for anything, we want to be known for life change. We want to encourage, empower... Build up, okay? We want to be here to see you flourish. And we can't do that if we're dropping F-bombs and D-bags and corn cobs and all <laughs> this stuff. D-bags? Dropping yeah. D-bags. And corn cobs. I yes. heard it. I heard it all. So you just, so, we think about the kids. Why, and if that offends you, get out of here. As Han says, get out of my house. So while Jake was talking about uh, his wrestling podcast, I went and poured... Uh, him and I, some eggnog, because I think we both realized tonight from our Patreon group that neither one of us have really had eggnog before. Right. It's disgusting. Hannah drinks boiled custard, which apparently is just a really southern thing, but it's very similar to eggnog. Why would no, you... boiled, boiled custard is basically, it's like you have a bowl of vanilla ice cream. The only difference is boiled custard is heated in the process and then refrigerated, and eggnog yeah. is not. That's the only difference. But it, it tastes different. Eggnog tastes ready, eggy. Boiled what? custard is simply like melted vanilla ice cream that you stick in the fridge and you drink it really, really cold. 
Are it's you ready? Like, it's like thick and malty. Was she just going with that? <laughs> she just... I love boiled custard. I, we've been trying I to take love a, it. a swig together. She Here just, uh, hold on. You ready? Hand, count us down. 199. Oh, hell. <laughs> it tastes like, it tastes like gum. Like, it's got a weird aftertaste Yeah, you've tasted boiled custard. You know that doesn't taste the same. This tastes like, this tastes like, uh, it tastes like, I don't know. You know, like that really crappy, like, five cent gum you get somewhere and it's got that, like, chalkiness on the outside? That's the one. That's what it tastes like. It's even more yellow. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's like something you'd get at the dentist. You want to go for it again? I'm going to go for it again. That, this drink is, it has... Considerably more uh, yellow in it than boiled custard. Boiled custard is is outranking it by miles. It's almost like Pepto Bismolly, like chalky. This, yeah, how disgusting! You, you know that stuff they make you drink when you go to get an X-ray. It's yeah. it's like medical almost. Yeah, it's not as bad as not that as stuff. bad as that, but it, the the consistency of it. The it's vis- very viscosity. Close. I can't understand how anybody would choose to drink this. People in our Patreon group, they're very divided over it. Um, I gotta say, that's a... It's not a good thing. Why does it taste like gum? Go ahead and take a sip, Han. No, I, I've i had it before. It doesn't taste like I know, eggs. I know how awful it is. It no, does it not doesn't. taste like eggs. Or, I like eggs. I like eggs. I don't like eggs very much. The nog is the question yeah. here. <laughs> I'm not sure what flavor nog is, but it's a... Uh, uh, flip it around and it's gone. Get it out of here. Well, here's the thing. Most people that drink eggnog will spike it with something. Uh, yeah, but it, the base flavor is not good. Exactly. Are you pouring so, it in sink? Yeah. And so I'm wondering, make sure you rinse out those cups. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, can you spike boiled custard? Yes. And you can well, do anything if you well, put your mind well, to it. If you can, why wouldn't you? I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that you... Like people should drink if you don't want to drink, you don't have to. But why do you put lettuce on a burger? <laughs> you know, the same that thing. that's something that gets you more upset it than does. anything else I've ever seen. I've seen you have a conniption fit over some I lettuce think, on your sandwiches. I think when you order a burger, it should come plain. I agree because I don't I don't want to pay for the extra toppings I'm not getting. And if you if you want the stuff, you can pick. You hey, can pour hand me pick some boiled custard. You can you can pick it as you it's look so through the menu. Better. I want a tomato. I want mayonnaise. I want pickles. Yeah. If you want that stuff, you ask for it. But otherwise, you get a plain burger. Do you want cheese on it? Yeah. Then you call it. I want a plain cheeseburger. That's it. I agree with that. I shouldn't have to say. I agree with that. I shouldn't have to say. I want a plain cheeseburger. No, I want a cheeseburger. And if I want the rest of the stuff, I'll let you know. Yeah, because I w- I would think if you if you want. A cheeseburger and you don't want all the extra stuff that comes on it you're just like wasting a lot of extra breath whereas if you do want all the extra things you should have to ask like hey i want i want onions and pickles and mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup well let's be honest a lot of people probably think we're wasting our breath right now talking about god we, this has a weird look to it it's so much better it is so much better I oh feel it's like, so much better i feel like we're turning into a uh hey, we're getting in holiday spirit 
I just I've been away from the mic. I've been pouring uh, drinks now. We boiled have bo- custard. Boiled custard. It's just like melted ice cream. It is heaven in a cup. We, we this are, is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are a challenge podcast, and we're going to get to the episode in about sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. A good call. It's going to say a minute. Here I just go. need people to understand that boiled custard is a blessing and a gift so from God. It is wonderful. It is just exquisite in your it. mouth. Huh? What would you say? <laughs> it's, it's just good. it just tastes like melted ice cream. Mm. Eggnog, I officially is so perfect. Boiled oh, custard. Boiled custard's, boiled custard's so the way to go perfect. if you're going to go for a holiday oh, it's drink. So perfect. I love it so much. And I, they, it comes out like the week of Halloween, and I'm pretty sure they stop selling it um, by like December 31st. I don't know, but it's so hard to get a hold of. Um, by the way, we will be at Challenge Mania live in Nashville. We promote it every week. Uh, Kendall was asking today, Kendall Shepard, who we've interviewed before, um, who's going like to be from there. The show. We're going to be there. Um, she'll be there. And uh, we possibly might have an interview coming this weekend. It's just going to depend on timing and if we can get every detail worked out because there's a time zone issue. That's all I'm going to say right now. Oh, dang, you just spoiled it. Burn. The plan is to have an interview this weekend that'll go up sometime next week, but we'll have to just see logistically how that works out. So we'll... We'll keep you posted. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, all that stuff. We post it on there. Yeah, riggedy raggedy. So, let's get in <laughs> to tonight's episode. Episode 13, War of the Worlds 2. Uh, who wants to start? Probably Hannah. Well, I was going to say, I'm not going to start because I guarantee you've got something else you want to say. Mm-mm. Oh, a little cocky okay. right there. <laughs> okay. Okay, if I'm starting off, is D still... My my initial question is: Is D gonna still be in this alliance? After Wrong. I, the first thing to talk about was the outsiders. Oh, I was gonna mention something about Polly and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Take a swig. Is that it? <laughs> I'm still drinking boiled custard. <laughs> it's so good. Here's a question, though. Uh, I think you were right to bring up D. Han, um, do yeah. we do we find it? Do we find it valid? Do we find it valid for them to question D's ability? I, no. I don't know if that's true. Um, I, I think that if you are genuinely concerned about that, I think voicing it is better than just being like, no, 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 you're great. You're fine. And then throwing her in. Um, I do think she proved a lot of people wrong. I was a little worried because I think tonight's episode is actually called D-Day, like D-E-E. And I was like, please don't give that away that she's like oh, eliminated yeah. or whatever. It was actually the opposite. It was a, a day in celebration of her. Yeah, so uh, you know, I she's not a great swimmer. Clearly but neither not, is Han. Yeah, clearly true. Clearly not the worst. Why do you? Why she could beat Han in a oh she swimming, could she could beat Han in a five hundred sure. meter race. Yeah, five hundred meters is a long way. They Dude. swam one hundred and fifty. Oh this. boy, Han, you wouldn't make that. <laughs> why do you? Why does? Why did you make it sound like that was a lot longer than five hundred? Uh, you wouldn't make either of them. Probably. <laughs> Um, yeah, again, I think it's, I, I just, my first note on D was just, she's still sad and sad. it's sad to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, heart going into this for D. Um, I think, uh, Rogan, um, said it best at one point when he said, uh, she may be a little blinded by love in this game. Yeah. And that worried me that he said that. Um, I just, I really hope that he doesn't take advantage of her again because i mean i really i thought that i really liked them together um but now like after watching even today's episode i'm not really sure i feel like she 
was being a little bit too trusting and too willing to just accept him again. Um, and he wasn't really doing the right things. I was, uh, you know, this is later on when they kind of make amends, but I will say her reasoning is not bad. It's like, hey, we have to work together. If we're at odds, there's we're going to have problems during the final. So I don't have a problem with making up. Just, I understood it's, that it's, much. It's forgiving, not forgetting what he did. Yeah. That'll preach. That is. You, you tried to earlier. I tried to preach. Yeah. I think I did, though. Yeah, yeah you kind of did. Pastor Engel um, over here. Yeah, I was about to make a reference to our other podcast, but no one else would. <laughs> That'd make a lot of people laugh, wouldn't it? <laughs> yep. You hit my chair really hard. Jake tried to tap her on the shoulder, and he just hit her chair. Um, yeah, we get into the... I don't even remember what the licensed song was for this week, the 70s song. Preacher Man, Son of a Preacher. Son yeah, of a Preacher Man. Yeah, that one. So I've noticed the last couple of weeks they've had these old songs, but they have not been by the original artist. They are just licensed by something called SRM. This drives you crazy. It's Well, it's cheap. That's why they're doing it. They're not paying the original yeah. artist. It doesn't sound nearly as good either, though. They... Now they have used some of the original artists, but for the most part, other than like examples of like Fleetwood Mac and you know Kansas and stuff like that, they've used a lot of these covers. The only other thing I want to point out before you get real into this daily is uh, Polly seemingly touching his wiener. I missed miss that. While what? Cam and Leroy were on top of each other, does he not? Do you not see his hand? I did not. Now I'm making an was, assumption. Was was this, we don't know for sure. Are you talking about when uh, Polly and Cara were laying in bed yep. watching? Cam and, and Leroy and his hand. I didn't see. I noticed that. Placement. I noticed that. I was like, "Huh, that's he kind of weird." I bet he had his hand on his wiener. You know, I mean, I could message him. I don't, I don't know. We got to talk to him again soon, anyway. Yeah. It, it Speaking weird. of, got to talk to Marie again soon too. Hey, she, yeah. She reached out. I was like, "You guys are killing it." But and I was like, "Thanks. You should come back on soon." And she, and liked, she liked it. it. Yeah. That's that's her way of saying, "Yes, sir." <laughs> it weirded me out that they were that the the four of them were staring at each other. While laying in bed. Well, maybe it I can get a girl just, in here, weird. and I we can cuddle and look all look at each other. No, you're not. We haven't to got to do that. House. Honestly, yeah. There was a time, actually, little side note here, where you came over. You you hadn't met Han at the I time. Came up, oh, I know where you're going with this. I was living at my old buddy's apartment, yeah. who uh, lies about groceries, <laughs> which we've told <laughs> on this podcast. And uh, I was cuddled up. Mm. With the girl I was with, yep. and you were cuddled up with the girl you were with, yep. and you had no idea, but she was necking me, and uh, the whole I time... I thought you were going to say she was naked, and I was like, I think I would have noticed that. <laughs> right, no, she was very much clothed, but got a little neck action in. What is it with you and necking? You bring it up you all ever, the time. You ever just been loved on the neck? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say that night we kind of found out the one you were with, uh... Kind of a bummer because she was just like, I don't like stand-up comedy at all. Oh, yeah. Man. And we were like, why? Like, why? You just don't like to laugh? And she's like, I just hate it. And I was like, red flag. And it turns out she hates a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So. Including maybe all of us. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. didn't know me, so she's not going to hate me. She does know you. She absolutely does know you. What are you talking it about? It turned out to be his wife. Yes. Oh, she doesn't hate me. There's yeah. no way. She might hate me. I don't know. I, well. She may hate me. Probably higher chance of that than us two. But, right. Yeah, but, probably. Yeah, we've done that. Me and you have cuddled up with girls before and looked at each other. Did we look at each other? Like, I don't, <laughs> apparently, I wasn't. I looked over at you, I but you know. didn't look at me. I was just checking in on you. <laughs> making That's not sure, weird. Making sure everything was going all right. You all Appar- right? Apparently, it wasn't going all right because... <laughs> 
that didn't work out for I looked either one of you. I said, you all right? God, ugh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> you, you remember who it was, too. Yeah. Oh, I know who it was. Little boy. <laughs> um, One quick thing that it has nothing to do with this episode, and I forgot about, and I meant to say it up top. Oh. Did you ever watch the Kroll show on Comedy Central? Oh, heck no. <laughs> it's Nick Kroll. Do you know Nick Kroll? Yes. Uh, I almost dropped your laptop. Uh, again, if you don't know who that is, if you know Big Mouth. Just on, Google it. Uh, yeah, Netflix. Just Google him. You'll probably see him in other things. He used to have a show on Comedy Central like four or five, six years ago. And I forgot. It was a bunch of sketches. And it had a bunch of people from like How Did This Get Made podcast and a bunch of comedians. Very famous comedians. And uh, I forgot that CT's in an episode of it. And He's in several different sketches. It's it's about they do this like thing called like a uh, gigolo house, which is a reality competition about being gigolos in a house. And then CT's in there, and they call him by name. They're like CT, this kid's a monster. <laughs> And he's just hanging out in the background the whole time. But it, he looks like he's CT in his oh, prime. He's, yeah, he's ripped. He's this five years ago. I mean, he was he was in his prime. And I was like, oh, man, I completely forgot about that. It blew my mind when I was watching that at the time. Because I was like, I never would have expected this crossover. Uh, so you can look it up. It's on YouTube. Just type in Kroll Show and then uh, CT and it'll come up. It was really funny. You should look it up. I'll just, show it to it you later. It was just we'll really, really funny and weird to see him. Because he had no business there. <laughs> no. Um, so we get into the daily for this week, which, by the way, was just called Puzzling Swim, which I wrote. That's a very lazy title. Yeah, I thought that. I absolutely thought that. It's like they phoned it in. They're like, oh, crap. What are they doing? Swimming in puzzles? Got it. Puzzling Swim. Here's what got me. Why was everybody so surprised that there was another swimming challenge? I didn't I get, didn't catch yeah, that I didn't all. catch there that. Were, there, like, there were... When he announced that it was puzzling swim swimming puzzle whatever there were several people that were like oh are you kidding me car maria are you counting yourself in that group no but i think that was just more like disappointment i think it was like no. oh no <laughs> yeah but yeah that's what i'm talking about like why there's a difference in disappointment and surprise <laughs> Well, I mean, there were... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They we're were, going to throw you a disappointment party. There were a couple of responses to that that seemed like they couldn't believe, like, oh my gosh, a swimming challenge? Are you kidding me? You know, any surprise party to me is going to be a disappointment party because I just don't want it. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. 
A bunch of strangers like in my house. Get out of here. Why? Why? Why do you automatically think it's strangers? Well, if it's a surprise. Anyone party. who's not you, th- you two, is going to be a stranger. I'm going to tell you guys something. I would love to have one legitimate surprise party. Guess not, what? Not, it's right now. No, no, no. No one else I'm, came though. It's I, not, <laughs> not one. Not one where it's like I got an idea that you're getting something together. I just don't know when it is or where it is. I'm talking like total blindside. Like I walk into uh, a Rafferty's or something, and uh, you know. Hey! Surprise! It's like, oh my god, I really didn't know. Do you know what would be so funny? If we like... We went to the roadhouse and did No, if we if we went go. to... Raff, oh, if, if we went to Rafferty's to throw him a surprise party, but we don't invite anybody, and we just tell all the waiters to yell out, hey, surprise, when he walks in. That'd be a weird one right there. <laughs> That'd be a weird Hey, dude. it'd be a surprise, though. You'd oh. be totally blindsided. So, um, in this in this daily... Uh, the U.S. has one extra girl, and the U- U.K. has one less girl because of the elimination. Uh, you know, they lost Jenny, and they didn't take one from the U.S. to go in. So, it uh, there were the U.K.'s kind of at a disadvantage, but not really, because that just means somebody gets to swim alone. And so, T.J. tells everyone, "Oh, by the way, regardless of who wins, the slowest pair is going to get eliminated. The slowest swimming pair." So, people are not wanting to team up with crappy swimmers. I think I heard you say, uh-oh. I said that? <laughs> when they announced Yeah, I don't think that's true. Because we, that, we knew that plot twist last week. Uh, yeah, that was part of the preview. That's when you said it. <laughs> you, weren't, you didn't watch it with us last week. I sure didn't. Yeah. When did you say, uh-oh? In your mind, I'll say it whenever you want. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's the, the U.S. has to drop off a girl from swimming, which is... You know, every other daily that we've had where they've had odd numbers, they pull a name out of a bag. And they're like, these people, the names that I pull out, they have to compete. For some reason, they didn't do that for this one. Isn't that a little weird? I guess because there was only one person that would be they, They've out. done that before. Nani got the, the, the like, bye week, I guess you could say. Well, may, maybe it's because there was going to be an elimination. Like, or you were being eliminated for being the slowest one. So... I would have to go back and review it or someone who wa- watched it a lot closer. Whenever they pulled those names out, maybe it wasn't a girl's day, uh, like a d- elimination day, so that may be the only difference. Um, if not, it just kind of struck me as kind of weird because Nani got it two weeks in a row where she didn't have to compete because they didn't pull her name out of the bag. And so, I didn't realize it was two weeks in a row. Yeah. Well, regardless, with this, since you have one girl that needs to sit out, I mean, yeah, you kind of maybe want one of your slower swimmers to... No, you, you definitely want your slowest to, to swimmers sit to out, sit out. Which I, I understand because then that way you don't have to worry about one of your guys being sent home. But also, I liked Zach's point. He's like, how is that fair to the other girls that are good swimmers? Because one of them is going to be sent home instead of you. I think I just figured it out why they did it. Because, because it's a purge challenge and the slowest pairs going home, they don't want it to just be like, oh, someone got screwed because, you know, Ninja's obviously the worst swimmer on the team and she's stuck with one of you. That person's probably going to go home. So they just let them decide amongst themselves. And no one wanted to be partnered with her because earlier in the season, she was was the worst by far on the U.S. team. I had never seen anything like it. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but it was bad. It was real bad. And... Uh, so basically, none of the guys wanted to be partnered with her on the U.S., so they all teamed up accordingly. Leroy and Cam, obviously, together, and then 
It was Zach and Cam. No, no, no. Zach and Ashley. Zach and a- Zach picked Ashley. That's weird because that's me and my sister's name. Uh, look at that. Yeah, and they planned that. So then you have Nani and Josh, and then uh, why am I missing one? What am I missing? It's not. I keep thinking Jordan, but Jordan's on the other team. Polly and Car. Polly and Car. Duh. That's what it was. Weird. I blocked them out. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I didn't. I didn't put it together. Nani's like Josh is such a great swimmer, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, he's from Miami. I was like, he's probably in the water all the time. It's like so that makes sense that he would be a good swimmer, and and to, he's been in the pool most of the yeah, season. Yeah, and to his credit, like he did really good in this this daily. Yeah, he, he did. did do really well. And he he literally said, "Nani, like hold on to my life jacket. I'm just gonna pull us." And she just had to kick. We hate on Josh quite a bit. He did good tonight. He did good. Yeah, we, and this he did good. Yeah, we, and I, I'll say he just got he got beat in the other thing. Like oh, he he got, he got. We'll get to it because yeah. I have thoughts. No, you don't. I do. Um, so, yeah, Ninja sits out, obviously. Um, I will say, like, when Leroy first jumped in, I was like, oh, his form looks pretty good. Like, he's he looks like he's been practicing. Uh, you know, we've seen some really bad swimmers where they don't know to, like, make big strokes and they just kind of, like, doggy paddle the whole time. He didn't look like that. But as we see, he uh, he struggled. And he, he actually ended up getting beat by D, who started after him and finished mm-hmm. before him. Well, and D was on the UK team. What Ninja we, yeah, we was? Didn't, we didn't bring that up. What Ninja was for the US? Unfortunately, they couldn't sit D, which it turns out D wasn't as much the the weak link as everybody thought but she no. was going to be. I completely understand CT's side in it. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Listen, Rogan, like this has been your thing all along." Yes. He's like, "I should not have to be saddled with her. If I go out, it's going to be because I'm swimming alone." And I was like. 100 understandable absolutely and here's here's the, what started getting me was earlier towards the beginning of the episode um rogan was still trying to make it seem like it was other people on their team and people from the u.s team that were trying to throw d into the elimination from last week he's, he's trying to re- deflect all of the blame off of him well, and yeah. then when when it comes down to ct or rogan either one of them being paired with d I I did not like the way that Rogan was talking to D. He, I mean, there were it just it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Here's in, the thing, like clearly even by the confessionals and all that, Rogan is not committed to have this go further than the actual filming of the show. Yeah. Cuz even in the confessionals he's saying things that like, "Oh, once she hears that and sees this like cut together, She's going to be really mad about that. So he's already like cutting and running at that point. Yeah. Because he knows it's going to come out. It, They live on opposite sides of the world still. Like it's, it sucks for her. We saw it last week. She, you know, she, it really like tore into her last week, but I don't know. It's, I don't think he's got the charm that like, say like Bear does. Cause Bear's is like self-deprecating. He's like, oh, I'm the worst. Uh, you just, it's how I am, but I'm the worst. And Rogan's just like, it was Joss. It wasn't me. Yeah, I just, I I like Rogan. He's real funny, but I lost some respect for him this episode. Yeah, I mean. I lost some last episode, too. You know, if you're, just from the daily perspective, obviously your strong swimmers did good, um, but D's got to be the clear winner of the daily just for, like, killing it. And even the two guys who were like, oh, we're not being paired with her. They were cheering her on, like losing their minds as she was pulling. Like CT even said, "I was wrong about yeah. D." 
again, but I don't blame him at all for not wanting to be partnered with her. Because yeah. he wasn't really involved in the whole situation anyway. It was yeah. it was Rogan's thing to deal with since he decided that he should try to talk the whole house into throwing her into elimination because he thought she was a weak link. It's up to him to be partnered with her because that was all his doing. He the, started that. The uh, well, and the thing we didn't touch on prior to all this was there was a big like kind of gathering of the, the UK team, and that too. Yeah. Um, shout out to ICP, right? Yeah. Uh, so you know, and and D's like having this whole conversation with all of them, right? And and CT's one of the guys that's like, hey, take this and just go prove it. You're prove right. You, we did skip over yeah, that. It was it was in the bunks, like they were kind of laying there. And, you know, I was going to say, I figured you'd kind of sympathize with her on that because that's always kind of been your mindset is if anybody tells you, like, you can't do something, you're just like, I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I yeah. get she used it as motivation and it worked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, w- Leroy and Cam started before her. They had a head start. Mm-hmm. She passed Leroy and then she passed Cam too. Cam might have been slowing up because she knows there's no reason to finish if Leroy can't be there. So Regardless, she passed she them did. both yeah. after starting after them. What I liked is she laid down there. She was laying on the dock and whatever and then it, she kind of like puts her like her head together and realizes like, oh, I just did that and beat these people. And then she immediately jumps up and is like yelling at people like, <laughs> you didn't think I could do it. I told you I could. And oh, she said, who wants to doubt me some more? Yeah, I like it. I love it. I did like that when she, when she reached the dock, Rogan hugged her and he said, I'll never doubt you again. There you go. That's the fuel to your fire. Don't you ever. Give me that which I desire. <laughs> she doesn't. Don't you means. ever doubt her. Tell her that she can't do something because then she's just going to blow it out of the water. She crushed it. She did. She crushed it. I mean, she obviously was not the fastest, but she did way better than anyone expected, including everyone on her She did way better than a, a lot of other people that performed. I was just thinking about last week when Hannah called someone a little cuss. <laughs> it was Rogan. I called Rogan a <laughs> called Rogan cuss. that. Um, That's good, Hannah. That's a t-shirt right there. So, you little cuss. Um, they, I, I like Rogan. I want that... To be clear, I like Rogan. I don't like how he's treated D, because I yeah. like D a little bit more than Rogan. So uh, clearly, there's another side to this. It's not just a swimming competition. They have to get the four keys to bring him back. That unlocks padlocks, which drops down a set of clues. It's a riddle, and they have a bunch of letters out there. And I didn't write the riddle down. It's just a, a pretty basic, like, oh, this is underneath your underneath you when you start. You take the first letter away, and then it becomes something else, and then you take two letters away, and then it disappears. And so, they're having, they're struggling to figure it out. Um, Ashley kind of had the right idea. She's like, I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure the last clue is going to be air because it's a five letter word. Because it's like you can't see me when you take the first two letters away. And so, solid starting point, but she didn't have it figured out. You know, Polly is the one that put it all together. Yes, he was. Yeah. And then, but you got to give you got to give Ashley the assist because yeah. she I, she I laid wrote, out three of the five letters in the right I wrote order. Ashley and Polly got yeah. the puzzle. Yeah, I mean, he, he got it right though. I mean, it was chair, and then it was like then the the second clue would be hair, and then it was air from there. So, yeah, I mean, they 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 won. Uh, I don't even think the Brits were close. Um, no, kind of how it's always been, but. You know they they definitely win, but you got to give Ashley the assist on that. She may have not gotten it, but she definitely set up sixty percent of it. And For sure. so um, they they bring everyone to shore, and they're like, "Hey, TJ's telling them um, 
some of you get, did great, some of you not so good, but the two worst teams, Cam and Leroy, and then Kaylee and Joss. Even though Polly and Cara struggled, and Polly was upset with her for not training more in the pool and all that stuff, it came down to those those teams and kind of left with cliffhanger as they went to um, commercial. One thing I told you guys before we even started watching, because we knew this, this purge was coming, but we didn't know who lost. People on Twitter and stuff earlier today, I don't know why it showed up in my feed, because I, I mute anyone that posts anything like this, and I muted them right after this, but there was someone that was like, hey, just going into tonight, a team is going to be sent home, and a lot of people are going to be upset about it and say that it was uh, scripted and pre-planned and that uh, the team that stayed was the one that should have actually gone home. Which, first off, why even tweet that? I guess is my question. It was it was, it was, was some random like Stan account. Somebody liked it, and it showed up in mine, and I was like, get out of here. And, yeah, I don't, I don't and, get that. And two, like, no, like it was pretty clear cut. Like, I, so, I, don't, I don't. So let's say if you're watching this, and then they were like, "Oh, by the way, um, D and Rogan, you got to go home." Clearly, they'd beat Leroy and Cam, and so that would be that'd be different. That's what I was worried about. Or, or even like, oh, Nani and Josh, but he he made up a lot of ground. You could say, like, well, I could see that you know maybe they shouldn't have gone home, but like. You, there's a legitimate, like, Kaylee was bad in this. She was doggy paddling at the end. They even, somebody said it seemed like she didn't even care. She was just kind of leisurely. Yeah, they said, like, they have never seen someone swim with, like, less urgency for something like this. And, like, I would get it if it was a, a team that had, you know, any other team, basically. But, like, Kaylee was really bad. I think, like, Leroy was obviously very bad. And they are playing up that angle because... They knew he was going to get real emotional afterwards because they've already filmed all this. But, like, I don't think there's any controversy here at all. No, there's not. Like, it sucks that Joss went home yeah, for his sake. it sucks a lot that Joss went home. But I'm not I'm not mad about it. Kaylee didn't perform nearly as well as she needed to. Two uh, brutal experiences for Joss. Joss. Yeah. Uh, to get to that final... Uh, a couple of seasons ago, and then to lose the way he did, and so and a lot of people were saying I'm that still was mad about. They were that. saying that that was scripted, uh, and then this right because it's not not really on him. It's not no because you lose this, you lose this, and go home based off your weakest so player. Tori, yeah, Tori kind of threw it out there though. Hey, you sided with Kaylee over Georgia, and like right. this is what you're living with. And she's like, they were like, Georgia would have killed this. And Josh even, even Josh said, Joss he's like, I would have had, I would have loved. She to got have it. Swam she's got it with Georgia yeah. or Jenny. And I, I, I like Josh. I really do. But he should not have thrown in Georgia in that elimination. I, I mean, if if she definitely would have been better for sure, and then Jenny would have been better for sure. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that he goes home. It's a bad way because he took a season off, and then he came back. It's It sucks that that's how he went out, but it's part of it. You know, you're not guaranteed anything in these. You never know what the daily is going to be, what the teams are going to be, how it's going to be paired up, and so somebody had to go home. I, I am glad, personally, out of the two that were the bottom two teams, I'm glad it was them over Leroy and Cam. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When Leroy started crying, I want... I wanted to just reach into the television and hug him. He'd be a great Memphis Grizzly. He, I mean, he's how tall is he? Probably six two, six three. Yeah, 
He he's just again he's you all could t- heart. You, yeah, right. you could tell like this yeah. really. He was nervous, and he thought that he not only screwed it up for himself when he made it so far. He's he's really like harping on like the the legacy thing on this season. Yeah, because he he knows I've been on a lot of these and I've never won. I think if he if he does win this season, I think he'll retire. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think at that point it does get it gets like the monkey off your back, and you're like, I've done it. Now I can just try to win money. I don't have all that pressure of having to do this. But it's uh, you can tell like it, it was a really yeah. emotional moment for him because also if he if it was his fault, he knew that Cam goes home because he didn't do well, and he obviously doesn't want to do anything with to make Cam you know upset. Which I know I know Cam wouldn't be mad at him for that. No. I, I don't think she'd be mad. She'd she'd be disappointed that she went home, but she wouldn't hold it against him. No, they're in good terms, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, like that was a really emotional moment. Like like he was for real, like crying, like sobbing. Yeah, yeah. And like everyone was coming around him and hugging him because like like that's that's like a real it's a real thing. Like all that had built up on him. Uh, yeah, and then he was saying he's like this only um, further solidifies me my feelings in that this is the season I'm finally going to win. I mean, it's, he's definitely got a good chance. It's not an individual thing. Um, I mean, we, we are obviously spoiler free, so we, uh, we've made it this far. I'm assuming we only have three episodes left, right? Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, so they don't want to go into the Christmas break cause they'll no. lose a ton of viewers. So but, I'm uh, assuming three. So yeah. So Leroy started crying and then I wanted to hung him and then, and then Joss started crying and I, Josh start, was crying in his interview. Yeah, Josh was crying in his interview, and that that got to me, and so I wanted to hug him too. I'm very. Let's just pe- let you when, hug them all. When, when people cry, I just I, I just need to to embrace them. That's not always true. Mm-mm. Mostly true. <laughs> he haven't once said that about Josh. He's not. Oh, yeah. I do have that. Uh, I'm, I'm, this whole he, season, you haven't once said like, "Oh, I, I wanted to hug Josh." No, I actually had written it down uh, for at the late, end at the, yeah. at the end of this this episode. Yeah, it's uh, don't emasculate him, but don't you dare. All right. Um. So yeah, we 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 get done with that. Um. It's it's surprising that Josh went home. It sucks for him, but again, I don't think there's any controversy there. So. They ask who the speaker is. Um, Polly's like, oh, it's going to be Ninja. And Why? she's she's like, yeah, it's me. How? I don't understand that move. And there was zero objection that we saw. She yeah, did- because everybody's in the, in the one big alliance. And Zach could have piped up, but it wouldn't have done any good. Considering I, who's running that team, I don't think it's just crazy thinking about it now. I, I don't because I, I they knew what direction they knew she was going to vote in their direction. I get that, but just from a team perspective, but she they, was the one person that didn't put anything on the line today. But they can't didn't do anything about it. I get other it. people can't do anything but, about but it. Even if you gave it to uh, Cam, who's also in your alliance, or Ashley, who's also in your alliance, like you could say, like, oh, they they went out of their way. They they won. They also. Ashley and Zach did really, really good, and so yeah. they got to be in the tribunal. But like, I think it's kind of weird that Ninja had nothing to lose, and then also was marked safe immediately. Like, I just, to where she couldn't go in. I just don't think it matters when the outcome was going to be. The same. I mean, ultimately, yeah. But but I just I thought it was kind of dumb to. Oh, also, it was a guy's day to duh. to give. And so I guess it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. But yeah. but still, to make this. One to be in the tribunal, but two to make the speaker the one person that didn't even participate 
the one person that did not participate in it's, anything. It's like hands going to be the host this week. Doesn't really matter. So, <laughs> yeah, but I still participate. Right, that's right. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I just I don't think this is an argument because so, I don't think there's probably, anything to argue someone about. Someone probably got real mad at me because I was like, she she gets she's safe, but they're all safe. It's it's a guy's day. Yeah. So it it doesn't matter. I, I, I guess. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a it's a dumb title to have because yeah. You're as safe as the other two in the tribunal. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So um, before we get into the actual tribunal and all that, we're gonna take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, we are back. Um, actually, even before the tribunal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus tribunal Polly goes up to Ninja, who's like yeah. off by herself, and is like, hey, should throw Josh in. Um, we've got a big team. We don't know what's coming up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd, ironically, I don't think they said that. That's the British team that's no, always saying he, it. No, he said, we've got to trim the fat. Did he? Yeah, I didn't catch it. I wrote it. it down. The British team always has said that, and there's like, there's not much left at this point. But, um, yeah, it's he wants Josh in, which I, I do get, like, we gave Josh's credit in the daily, but Josh is not your strongest, one of your strongest players. He's no. Arguably, I don't even think arguably he's the weakest guy on the U.S. team. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I think you can throw him in. And uh, then you have like Polly and Carl like off to themselves, and he's talking about, hey, you should be training and learning to breathe correctly and all that. And she just is like rolling her eyes. She's like, just vote me in, blah, 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 blah. And like, you can tell he's getting frustrated he's with getting that. He's getting real fed up. And he's just like, hey, you can't like check out now. Like we're so close. Like let's keep this together. Let's not go off into that that area. And um, she just is, she's being very like passive aggressive. And, you know, it's, it's, it's saying something when out of the the two of you, Polly seems like the normal person on the show. <laughs> yeah, because um, trust me, and he knows it. I've said it to his face, and he's listened. You have. I've given him a lot of crap, but man, he's just he, kind of looking like a normal guy this season. Yeah. He was yeah. right about that, though. Um, I don't know. I mean, for as much crap as D got, and she performed well. I mean, you can tell. Paul, yeah. you can tell Polly's frustrated just because. The first words out of the daily were, hey, we have a pool this whole season. Like, take advantage of it. And then it's like, hey, you should work on your breathing. And then later on, he's talking to CT and them. He's like, it's you can't coach her. It's yeah, like, he's, he said she's the most uncoachable teammate ever. Yeah. I mean, 
I I get being frustrated because I mean she she clearly she has a track record to to like back her up, but like that's a definite weakness. She of also hers. has a track record of always performing poorly in water challenges. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was a horse challenge, she'd probably be the best. But they've never done that on the challenge. That's a little dig right there, isn't it? No, no. She's, I mean, she's, I would, she's I would hope she would be the best. Good at horseback riding because she's got horses. I'd like to know more about this horseback riding. <laughs> okay, you've never risen to horse. <laughs> no, man. But what a time. Yeah, that sounds like it's after midnight. My words are slurring. I'm so tired. So, and this is keeping it in the same sphere right here. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit further ahead, but another thing Polly pointed out in re- in regards to her was like. That she doesn't even have this confidence anymore in herself. Like talking about how like she's she's a legend. She's won two finals, made all these other finals, and yet this game has so gotten to her head that she ain't even confident in her own self anymore. Here's, I I would argue she's gotten into her own head because she's been like miserable from day one. Like coming into this season, she was just like. I got a black cloud over me, and uh, screw everybody. I don't care, and I I don't know. It's it's been an annoying like we interviewed your brother about it. Like it's it's been an annoying season. I know a lot of people have turned on her this season. I know that I've noticed this season. She's been very whatever about everything. Like her response, her um, she's just attitude. Lifeless. Her attitude has just been like, oh, this happened. Whatever. Oh, you have a problem with this? Whatever. I, I would say it's that or like just like anger towards like people that are happy. <laughs> like with the whole Jordan and Tori thing, it was like that was the most emotion like we saw. And it was just like, oh, I hate him so much. This is fake. This is for TV. And it's like, come on. Polly's like, I can't. I, did you just say that right now? Like. I don't know. It's it's a weird season. Uh, she's clearly in a weird place. But this is where Dee and Rogan actually kind of make up before the tribunal. This kind is of. where they kind of sit down on the couch that we've seen them talk on before. And um, they end up hugging out. And This she, is where Rogan puts the blame on Joss for yeah, all of it. And then his confessional, he's like, ah, might as well blame it on Joss. I think Joss is cool with it. <laughs> he, I think because, he probably yeah. would be. Just because, like, he's like, that's cool, man. Go get the money. Yeah. Like, again, it's a game. I'd do that to you to win. Okay. You cool with it? Yeah. All right, good. If I'm not there anymore, who cares? Yeah, man, Zach did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all the (laughs) the truth of it's coming out in, like, two or three months after you filmed that anyway, so. Yeah, but even even if it wasn't, you are the type of person you don't care. You wouldn't care at all. I think it would depend on the person that you're doing it to. If it's someone that I like, like if it was like D who I do like, I'd be like, come on, watch the show back. I didn't do that. <laughs> but I was like, I get why he said it. Um, so we go into the tribunal. CT immediately, CT is just kind of taking the leader role of like, all right, we're not going to take long. Who's ra- who's voting for Jordan? But then D kind of steps up and is like, hey, I want to say some words real quick. Because you already had Rogan and CT raising their hand for Jordan. D's a swing. She's the only deciding vote, basically. And she's like, hey, you guys didn't believe me, blah, 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 blah. But, and then ultimately is like, I have an alliance and I'm loyal to a fault. So, Jordan, you got to go in. I really thought she was she might vote in CT. If they wouldn't have shown that like makeup time right there, I thought she might have voted Rogan. Um, and just been like, screw you. 
you did all this to me, but she's loyal to a fault. She said it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Good input, guys. What do you want me to say? It, see, this, this is how I approach podcasting, right? There's not a lot to say. I'm not really going to fabricate on it. Am I doing something here? Yeah, you you're don't have your headphones on, and you're hitting that mic cable, and yeah, it's popping. Yeah, well, you know, I don't have, I don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I will say Jordan basically... You know, he took it a lot more graciously than I expected. He was like, hey, I was like, I understand you did that, whatever. And then the interrogation starts from the, the tribunal, tribunal, the speakers or whatever. And, you know. Zach opens up and he's like, I just love you. He knows why he's there. <laughs> Jordan knows why he's there. He's not dumb. And then, like, Ninja tries to, like, make it this, like, why do you do the things you do? And he's just like, if I see something, I'm going to say it. And I don't care how you feel. People are, somebody said, you're either down here because you suck or because people hate you. And he's like, clearly it's because people hate me, duh. It's like, I don't suck. And Even Zach piped in. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, he doesn't suck. People just hate him. Yeah, which is true. I don't think anybody could watch any season that he's been on, or especially this season, and be like, oh, he's down there because he sucks. It's just because people no. don't like him. Um, I, I'm so on the fence about whether or not I like Ninja. Um, she's very polarizing. In the, the fandom. Yeah. Weird personality. I did man. not like the high and mighty attitude she had in this tribunal. I didn't, I didn't like it, it one bit. Much. I it, like she just she she was sitting and she was looking down on Jordan like she was better than him. And when she was <laughs> asking, sitting on the ground, that's but, true. But she she had this aura about her that was very high and mighty, and I did not. She like was it. trying to prove a point, like why do you say things about people? And he's because just, he had belittled her. He's not going to back down from season. it, like. He's just not. And I will yeah, say... Yeah, but it, it had nothing to do with the challenge or with the daily or with the the voting and the elimination. It had nothing to do with that. But a lot of what she does is emotional. Yes. Like, as far as how she responds. She doesn't respond to the game as much. She responds to the emotional stuff. She wanted... But Zach to, was frustrated She with. wanted to throw in Rogan because he had supposedly made D cry the whole season, which we've only when, seen it for the past... Two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... Again, it's, it's a weird play because... It is your friend, but he's on the other team, so that's not a reason to go after him. Cause I, I think that's a. I think so. When I watch this show, I think it's good for the challenge world in general. When you're watching this show and you freak out over a certain person's response or approach to a situation, you got you got to think about who who's the person you're talking about, right? And we know about Ninja is she's a very like emotionally driven individual. There's not a lot of thought about the game in itself when she's wanting to make said decisions or whatever. It's uh, you hurt my friend's feelings. Josh, yeah. same kind of way, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of yeah. logical reasoning to it when it comes to the game. A guy like Zach, right? Like uh, he even said something tonight where it's he pointed it out, right? Like Ninja's all this stuff, and it's like it's a cutthroat game. Yeah, he's like yeah. You, you, people game. lie backstab he's like it's part of it and right. zach's zach does have the luxury of doing a lot of these compared to ninja so maybe she hasn't had to make those choices yet but i mean i i, I don't i don't agree with everything jordan says obviously i do kind of like that no matter how anyone calls him out he's just <laughs> he's like yeah like, yeah just, okay yeah but that's that's the kind of quote-unquote villain if you will that you're like you love to see, like you love to watch it because he owns it and he's so strong in that role. He's not backing down. He's like, yeah, I said it. I, yeah. He's like, that's how I felt. Yep. And like, you know, that's that's one thing that I appreciated about Frank <laughs> that 
people people hated Frank, and I get it. He said awful things, but Frank's gonna tell you what he's thinking in the moment, and he might apologize for it later. Uh, we don't really see that side with Jordan. I don't think Jordan swings as far to the extreme as Frank did, but he, a good villain on the show, it's it's a good thing to have. Like that's why I've always said bananas. Even if you hate him, like he helped carry that show for a long time yeah. because he would win. And everyone hated him and went gun for him. Clearly, he's not the same person that he used to be. But I, I don't agree with everything Jordan does uh, when it comes to the way he talks to people. But I do kind of like that he doesn't back away from yeah. it. He's, I'm I'm very pro Jordan this episode. Um. So yeah, he he tells them basically he wants Rogan. Uh, he said like I think that'll be fun. Give me Rogan. Yeah. And so I started thinking about it. And I was like, if they put Rogan in, there's and Jordan wins, which is a good likelihood because Jordan's very good at these things. And Rogan has yet to say an elimination in all of his challenge history. Yeah, and so if Jordan took out Rogan, the British team would be three Americans and an Australian. No British people. Yeah, which would have been wild, and I would have kind of liked it just just for the sake of it being a huge twist like no one would have expected that going into this season. Well, I mean, if you think about it, this whole season is the US versus the UK. There's only one British person left on the whole show. Yeah. And it's Rogan. Yeah, and he almost was on the chopping block tonight, but um before we get into that, they do a night out. Um the only big note from that I had is it seems like Nani and Cam have kind of turned a corner. Yeah, I made a note about that. And they they kind of understand that like we've we need to work, be friendly to they're, each other. They're both very, very important people in Leroy's life. So, and he only wants to have sex with one of them. That's it. He made that clear. Well, yeah. and she recognized too, like this is real love. Yeah, this is like, you know, according to Nani here, this is real love. What's funny is when they get back to the house is, uh, you know, because she's got this affinity towards Josh uh, for whatever reason. You know, that's big her. brother type though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Little but, brother. You know, she's talking. She's talking up, uh, you know, how great he is and everything. And you notice Josh's first words, I love you. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I, very did, subtle. I did. I, I did love you. hear that. I, I and mean, I get, look, I get, before everybody freaks, I get, I get what he's doing. I get what he means, all yeah. right? Yeah, no, he, But like, at the same time, it's like, it's not of the course. George, it's not the Georgia situation. Of course he says yeah. that. Uh, yeah, it's, again, we've given Josh a lot of crap, I think rightfully so, as just trying to be unbiased people watching the show. Um, but he I, did, it's a good episode for I him. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know if maybe it was just tonight's episode that made me feel this way, but I don't feel like I've minded him that much this season. He I got have. on my nerves a lot last season, but I, I don't think it's been nearly as much this season. He, I think you're, you're forgetting because it's been a long time since we've had like a big. I well, th- I liked him this season. This uh, episode. This episode was the best episode, episode we've seen from him. He's still goofy, man. Yes. Yeah, he's goofy, but I'm not a I good kind of no, not a silly goofy. No, it's, like he's it's, goofy, like dude. He thinks he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. No, but it's kind of funny. And he's just like drawing <laughs> in the dirt, and everyone else is like playing American football or something. Right. Uh, it's it's like he's not even on the same game, and so you know we go into the elimination, and it's called end of the rope, and we see it. It looks kind of just basically like a tug of war. Um, which we've seen many times, but first thought is like Jordan screwed. He says that, and I was like, "Man, I was like, this is the elimination that he's 
very. I was worried. Like he's not going to be favored in it. Like just just from a pure physical standpoint, and he he acknowledges he's like I have one hand. It's yeah. Like the it looks like the majority of this elimination is going to be grabbing a rope and pulling it. I thought thinking back to free agents uh-huh. when he went up against Johnny, I felt that way when he had they did that wall. We punched the yeah. wall. Because, That's how I felt. You know, he's he ain't yeah. got a hand, man. I mean, it's clearly you got more girth here to punch yeah. with when you have a whole hand. Yeah. And so was, I thought that same thing in that challenge, but it was even more so a detriment here. Yeah. Because you got to be able to grip that thing. Yes. Right. And it's and you know before we even understood the like the the rules of it. They're like, hey, Jordan is the one that's nominated, and TJ's like, all right, who are you guys voting for? And then Josh is the first vote. Then Polly is Zach's vote. He's called him the Keebler Elf. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wanted to see Polly versus Jordan in this. I think that would have been freaking awesome. Um, Jordan would have definitely been at a disadvantage because they're they're way more similarly built than And Polly's smart, too. Yeah, Polly is smart. I mean, definitely compared to Josh. But yes. Um, but there's no way Ashley would have thrown in Polly. No, because they've been in that alliance this whole season, and it's working out for them. So she throws in Josh, and you know this is where we find out that there's like a hundred feet of rope buried under the sand, and it's not just pulling it to one end, and like whoever gets there first, it's either getting all of the rope or knocking your opponent off their their little block somehow, and. He said it's the first of three points. And at that point, I was like, thank God it's not just uh, whoever loses the first round is done. Because any sort of fluke things can happen in that first round. Someone can just lose their footing or whatever. I like where you kind of get to even the playing field out by both feeling out the moment and kind of determining what's going on. And so they go into it. And what was weird to me is when he first got voted in, Josh? Yes. Yeah. Jordan mentions Josh has truly, truly proven himself this year, to which I was like, huh? Compared to last year, yes. Fine. He almost but, didn't make it on the show. And then Tori also, Josh is so strong, to which I again just thought, huh? I, I think he's I physically agree. strong. I don't think, like, if it's like a competition or like a daily or anything, he knows exactly how to use his strength properly to it to be most efficient he's a big guy but like, i'm not necessarily saying he's sucked from like the com- no no, no. The, the actual game right but i don't i don't see what he's done either to be like oh this guy right here man this is a guy you got to worry about he's just kind of like blended in you know like, yeah so I, I, I guess i've just missed where he's become well, this strong competitor i i understood where he was where jordan was coming from in this elimination just because of what it was because Josh had a whole lot more mass to him. Yeah, he's a so bigger guy. So he was going to be harder to knock over. Um, it's a he. He's clearly a much bigger guy. Just like just mass wise, like stature, he's bigger than Jordan. Um, I'm trying to look up. Of of course, I found a thread of everyone from Big Brother that season, and they're asking how tall people are, and they have answers for almost everyone except Josh. <laughs> There's no answer there. It's on Reddit. Um. I'm gonna keep looking for that, but yeah, he uh, again, he's just he's a bigger guy, and so that that's an advantage in some ways and a disadvantage in the others. Jordan has a lower center of gravity; he's more nimble, clearly. And we saw on some of the like working out or workout like video where showing them around the gym, he's like balancing and rolling himself on a forty pound forty 
40 a porty, pound, a porty found, uh, like, like barbell or dumbbell, yeah, and just rolling around. I'm like that's a lot of balance right there. And so, you know, they start this elimination, and Josh is pulling it in. You know, maybe not double speed, but quicker Quite than Jordan, a bit faster. And Jordan's losing rope pretty steadily, and. You know, he he kind of they they come to a stalemate a little bit, and Josh is slowly gaining ground, and they're sweating. They're already drenched, and you know, in the confessional, Jordan's like, "I'm watching him. I'm watching every time he pulls. What does his body do?" He is so freaking smart. And you know, he he kind of notices there's a rhythm when he pulls hard. He, he like resets somehow, and so he sees that he's going for that, and then Jordan just lets go of the rope. He, Josh pulls, falls off. And you're like, man, that is, that's like, so we're obviously Grizzlies fans. Right. Tony Allen, arguably one of the best defenders of all time. Kobe Bryant said he was the the hardest defender he ever Kevin went against. Kevin Durant says, like, anybody who goes against him that is an elite scorer is like, to- Tony Allen is the hardest person to play against because he just, he gets in your head, he knows all of your moves, he studies film like crazy, and he learns your tendencies. He's like, oh, I know if he does this move, he's going to be doing this next. Same type of thing Jordan's doing. Because he had to. He wasn't going to beat him straight up. And he knows that. Yeah. And he's like, I know I'm at a disadvantage. I have to outsmart him. And, man, it is next level strategy. And he changed it up yes. every time. Yeah. Every time. Now, he got, him, he got him the same way every time. Like, he, he fell off the back when he's pulling. But, but it was different in how he did it. Jordan changed his moves up. Yes. And it's like that first time you're like, wow, like, all right, he, he did it, but is Josh going to figure it out and not fall for it again? And so the next time, Jordan, like, lifts his back leg up and acts like he's about to fall over forward and, like, he's losing control and he knows Josh is about to pull, so he just drops the rope completely, takes it out completely out of his hands. Josh pulls, goes off the back. And you're like, man... Like he's got him. Like he he's playing just straight mind games, and it's working. Now he's tiring him out too, but that's part of it. You got to get him mentally exhausted as well. And <laughs> I I really enjoyed watching uh, Zach get so excited talking about how Jordan is like playing this game and how he's just using his his disadvantage as an advantage in this elimination. Did you see his eyes just light up when he was talking? He was so excited. It was the funniest it's, thing. It's so cerebral. Like it's all like I have to outsmart him because I can't win just the normal strength way. And like that is part of like so it's it's part of the the biggest part of being like a truly great competitor is knowing your weaknesses and knowing how you have to work around them. And I mean, man, he's, he's, he's good. I like, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more in a second. They basically go into third round, same type of thing, gets him off balance, tires him out. Just lets him pull himself off the thing. Like Jordan didn't lose a round. Like not even, his, his brain is just insane. And people hate him. I get it. He's, he's a jerk. He doubles down on it, but He's so smart. Like, he legitimately could be in the running for, like, one of the best challengers we've ever seen. I don't think one of the best. He could be best. I'm not going to say... I've never... I've never once... I mean, we've watched guys like CT and been like, what a monster. Genetically. Bananas and been like, God, man, what a vet. Like, what a guy just knows how to win. I've never watched someone... 
with because he's clearly an athlete. Like yeah. he he can he can do all the stuff. But to have the the mental game that he does to be able to pull that off, I don't think there's anybody else that could have done that. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, typically with your big name guys like CT, CT is mostly strength, and then he was pretty good at puzzles. But you know there was other areas he was weak in politically and other things. Bananas great politically, even though everyone kind of knew his game, he still could kind of manipulate it however he wanted, and he was good in eliminations, and he would just he knew how to win finals. Wes. Great politically, knew how to manipulate people, but he was also a good athlete. Jordan might encompass like the best of all of those in a in a way that we and he's not he's clearly not the like genetic freak that like some of these guys have been. But he's still but pretty he's a good pretty athlete. athletic. And you know, I I can't remember who said it, but you know, I I think the the fact that his whole life he has been just people have look down like oh he's got this disability he's got this thing he's got to work with he's not going to be as good as what we think that's put a chip on his shoulder his whole life and he's learned to work around it and prove every person wrong well even uh our guy ct right i mean you mentioned this is the most impressive challenge win he's ever seen yeah and i he's the person to be able to say that yeah um i i told you guys when it was done I was like, that's not one of those eliminations where you're like on the edge of your seat and it blows you away. But I was like, I've never seen an elimination like that where someone completely just outwitted and used his disadvantage as an advantage and just took the other person completely out of the game. Wiped the floor with him. And I don't think he's as good without this disadvantage because it required for him to have to develop that mindset that, that he has right now. He had to think on his feet, like, what do I do in the moment to outwit him and win this? And, I mean, it's, again, it's not one of those where you're going to be like, oh, man, can you believe when CT carried bananas as the backpack or these hall brawls? But it's, like, that's that's one of the most impressive, like, elimination wins I've ever seen. Yes. Is Jordan the number one person, guy or girl person, to beat this whole season? I think it has yes. to be, yeah. yeah. Now we got. You think he's number one this yes. season? Yeah, I think we got cut I short so. on some big names, obviously. Um, but I'd have put him. I, I mean, for me, I would have put him one or two at the very beginning of the I season. I would have put him top three for sure. Um, but it's a. Uh, I mean, we we've definitely lost some big names, and you know, even Bananas and Wes and Laurel. Some of these people went home early. But I'd have put him above Bananas and Wes. The only people I would have put. Um, up there near the top where he's at, I would put Polly up there. I would put Theo up there. I think you got to put Turbo up there. And I would put Turbo up there. Yeah. Like, I would loop those four together. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, like, again, it's not the most impressive just, like, seeing what happened, but, like, the fact that he did what he did and he's, I'm, I'm just, I told you guys, if he, the Brits win this whole thing because him and Tori flipped to the other side and took all these people out and then trimmed their team down to where it's only like solid players. That's one of the most impressive like coups we've ever seen on the show. And I think a lot of people don't like this season or like compared to last season, I like, go, oh, it's kind of boring. But if that happens, like if that if that happens, I want to watch the season over again. I don't I'm not gonna go that far right now. I haven't now. found this season boring. No, I haven't either at all. No. A, Not even a little a, a bit. A lot of people are upset about this season. And I don't... I think it's been good. I don't quite understand that. It's not as good as last season, but it's, it's good. This is the most 
dramatic season I think we've ever had. The games themselves have not been the best, but when, yeah. in my opinion, I don't think any of these challenge seasons where it's two giant teams or from the actual challenge itself, yeah. I, I don't really like any of those, but from just pure drama and just pure spectacle, like this has been a wild, wild season. And and the, the difference between like this and then with like Final Reckoning where they tried to manufacture the drama and like show you, oh, these people are all getting into it or whatever... Like Ugh, that was this is such a pain world's to watch. different again, but it's the production, like it's the crew behind it and all that. Like, I don't know, the hour and a half episodes, don't mind. You know that for the most part they've gone by pretty good with pretty good pacing. It's been a couple where it like dragged out some certain areas, but like I I think this season's good. I'm not gonna put it in like my top five or anything, but I do think if he keeps doing this and then we know next week is like the last elimination before the final starts. I'm assuming it's two part final. Um, that's one of the most impressive, like big game political moves I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, um, that, that elimination, like it's, it's, it was truly great. It was incredible to watch. I definitely was rooting for Jordan. I didn't want him being sent home, but also, She yawned. I, she just yawned. I can't stop yawning. I'm so tired. Um, I really felt for Josh, and when he started crying, it like it made me feel for him more, and I wanted to hug him too. Who's the biggest jerk to you on this show? On the whole show, there that's ever been on the challenge ever. Sure, just oh. just the guy, guy, girl, you watching, just like, ugh, it just made you want to like gag. You don't like Ashley. What if Ashley cried? Ashley's been very tolerable this season. What if oh, Ashley cried? Well, during that uh, uh, champs versus pros or stars, whenever she found out her her dad was in the hospital, like right before he died, she she had to leave in the middle of filming, so and we, she was crying, and I cried with her. We can just chalk up anytime someone cries on this show, right? No, I think if Johnny Bananas cried, she, I wouldn't care. She didn't care when Georgia made the, like the really oh, bad I think, I think I think only that because it reminds me of like Kim Kardashian's ugly cry face it's more of a spectacle than it is like uh, like empathetic um no I think I think if Johnny Bananas cried I wouldn't care hey I, I he's probably we'll he's probably that. um I mean I kind of like him sometimes but there's always in the back of my mind that season that he and Kenny and Evan did with Sarah. It was like Sarah's first season, maybe, um, where they made her, Johnny made her cry. The ruins. Kenny made her cry. Oh, was yeah. it Kenny? Yeah. Oh, well, Kenny made her cry. Um, I, I'll say, like, I, I, how many, what do you think the over-under is on how many more seasons Banana has left? I think it's got to be like one and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say two or three. Yeah, I don't think it's three. I think he's the, getting older, and he's got he's trying to like transition his career. He's doing that first look show. He has a new Instagram that's just called Bananas Travels. I think he has noticed. Um, he's not dumb. Like, no, I I think he's noticed the last couple seasons he's he's been on. He's not been making it quite as far. He's getting older. There's a lot of young bucks that are coming in that that know how he plays the game and are trying to 
very wholeheartedly come against it. And well, his so whole resume is on TV. Yeah, you can watch it. Back. So it's just it's not working out for him like it has in the past. I, and I, so I think he's just preparing to leave it behind. I think the over under, depending on what happens with thirty five, is going to be like one and a half. And then, you know, if, I feel like if he if he wins thirty five or whatever, he might try to go out on top because he knows, like. All of these losses, early eliminations, like they're they're ruining his like legacy on the show. Because he he was great, like great for yeah. a few years, like n- one more than anyone else, obviously. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. It's a uh, it's it's interesting as these people are getting older, like what's going to happen. So, uh, let's get into the superlatives for the night. Um, who smashed some heads? Uh, Jordan smashed my head when uh, he was just being so incredibly intelligent. Uh, I think Jordan is the right way to go, but uh, I'm going to give it to Polly for just being reasonable. Okay. A sane human being. I don't you put him in car next to you. I'm talking yeah, in, that's in, true. in that's the, true. In the, in that's the, true. the, the realm of him and Cara. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about here. Uh, you know, I, I think my answer for sure was Jordan. I'm going to give it to D since she already said Jordan. For just using that motivation to like get yourself mad and beat everyone, or like you know not lose, essentially like use that as motivation. But I really the thing I wrote down is Jordan. Like I mean, he just he just completely outsmarted Josh. And so uh, who got their head smashed? I wrote Team UK by D when she uh, just crushed that swimming challenge. Josh, I wrote Josh. Yeah. Because he was real sad afterwards, and it was not his fault. Nope. And also, he paired up with Kaylee pretty quickly, and he could have had D if he really wanted her. Yep. And uh, he he made his bed, and he uh, he had to lie in it, and so. Well, he had to fly in it, right? Because he got go. sent back home. That's a good one. She did good. That was good. good. I like it. Give me high five. Give it a four. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. Like, it's just it's uh. It sucks for him because two brutal ways to go home the last two times he's been on. Uh, I do like Josh. So I hope we see him back. I think he's a good competitor. I'd like to see him in another final. I do. He so. hope he comes back. Um. So let's uh before we get out of here, let's let's do the TV shows that we are recommending. Anna, go first. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm pretty sure you've already suggested that. I have, but I I keep forgetting to write a list of all my TV shows so I can like. So you li- you named one that you knew that you'd already said. Well, I hadn't said it for this since we started this. I said it like last season or something when it was it was when we were doing another season because we were doing just like pop culture or something. Jake, what's yours? Daytime TV. I got a lot of love for. Uh, I'm gonna go with Judge Judy. I was like, you're just gonna do the entire like all of daytime TV. No, 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 no. Judge Judy. Judge you know how much great. money she oh, makes. I'm aware. It's, I've researched. Yeah, it. it's insane. Rightfully so, man. Uh, she works like she works like ninety days a year, and it's the amount of money. It's like hundreds of millions. She's great. She's great Incredible. at what she does. Uh, Incredible. It is really crazy, and her show's been on for like twenty years. So, I do like watching that. I like the ones where she catches people and lies. She's like, "Gotcha, really oh, for the plane. If you're out of here, <laughs> that's uh, she's like another Jordan. <laughs> yeah." Just cerebral. Uh, you know, similar theme for me. Uh, I went Law and Order SVU, Special yeah. Victims Unit. You got me into that show. Did I? Yeah, you did. 
We watched it in the man cave. Yeah, my dad used to watch it a lot because he really liked it, and then I started watching it. In the man it. cave. Yeah. Uh, and so I've I've watched... I haven't watched the last couple of seasons. Ever since Christopher Maloney left, I haven't really watched it, but uh, I did love that. I've probably seen every episode up through season like 15, and uh, they're great. Uh, when I was in college, I binged them all on Netflix and all that, but uh, it's good. Ice tea's on there, which is kind of weird, but it's it's great. John Mulaney has a good bit about that. So that's my pick. I think I've done another crime show before. But, again, as we said at the top of the show, go to uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash smashingheadspodcast, or you can just go to smashingheadspodcast.com and get all the links from there. And, again, we're back. Everything's ready to go, and we will be recording like this from here on out. So until next time, 